the volume. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets. Live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new... Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. Uh, Tyler Dunn, founder of Go Long newsletter. It's a Packers newsletter. We use him half dozen times a year. He's great on Packer Insight. Before we get to that, my thoughts on what I saw this weekend. First of all, the Rams 49ers has become the best rivalry in the NFL. Uh, It's the Ravens Steelers of 10 years ago. The difference is I think it's a smarter game offensively. You've got two really good quarterbacks. Back then, it was Flacco and Big Ben. Now, it's Stafford and Jimmy G. And believe it or not, Jimmy G is good. You know, I say this all the time about Jimmy G. He's the opposite of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins shrinks in primetime. Kirk Cousins shrinks on the two-minute drill. Kirk Cousins is not a guy I ever trust in the biggest spot against the best team. Jimmy Garoppolo's the opposite. He'll flail 
in the second quarter, in the third quarter, you get him late in a big game when it matters, he's really good. I mean, people point to the Super Bowl. He led Mahomes for three quarters. Yes, he missed on a deep throw. Folks, Michael Jordan missed free throws. Like, these are pro athletes against pro athletes. But I just think it's a great rivalry. You've got two of the smartest, if not the smartest, offensive coaches in football. Both teams can be physical. The Niners, it's really entrenched in their culture, the physical run game. I would say as much as I like the Rams, what concerns me is the Niners and that power physical running game has their number. The Tennessee Titans had their number. You can push the Rams' offensive front around. It's a highly rated offensive front, and it's clever, and it's smart, and there's a lot of miles on those tackles. They've been around this game for a long time, but too often in big games, I feel like they get pushed back. Now, it should be noted, this game had much more sudden death urgency feel for the 49ers. They win, they're in. So, and they also, the Niners feel like a playoff team to me. Give me a great coach. Give me a power running game. Give me playmakers on offense. Um, you know, give me a pass rush. Give me physicality. That is emblematic of playoff teams. It's like, am I surprised the Titans record is as good as it is considering Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback and they lost Derrick Henry for a big chunk of the year? Yeah, but they give me so many things that playoff teams do. Smart, physical, great coach, uh, playmakers on both sides of the ball. So the Niners are in. They feel like a playoff team. And once again, Jimmy G in a big spot in that two-minute drill or in overtime delivers. It's remarkable to me. Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo get more crap than any other quarterbacks in this league. And for the life of me, I can't figure it out. All right. So one of my favorite people in the NFL is Chris Ballard the GM of the Colts, they missed out on the playoffs because they gagged at Jacksonville. Listen, when they went and got Carson Wentz, what were the options? I mean, Phillip Rivers was old. So I thought it was a good move. I still think it's a good move. And if you look at the contract, it can very easily be a two-year deal. This is not a college draft of note for quarterbacks. Ballard knew that a year ago. Everybody in the NFL front offices knew that a year ago. This would not be a big college draft. So last couple of years, they've picked up young guys. They're basically putting Band-Aids on a problem. They have a great Super Bowl roster, and it's Phillip Rivers to Carson Wentz. There are just some players that their DNA, their football DNA is reckless. They're often big physical players. Sam Darnold, uh, uh, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz. These are not finesse guys. They were the big guys in high school, in college or a junior college, and they were physically imposing their entire lives. So they're playmakers. And that's Carson Wentz. I mean, there was a play in which an offensive lineman didn't have a lot of help. And Carson Wentz tried to make a play. Uh, it, he was not blindsided. He tried to make a play. They were already trailing and they were going to lose. But it was so Carson Wentz, it was painful. Uh, he just doesn't have a governor on this engine. He plays one way. It's all out. And those guys uh, are, are, you know, they're what baseball loves right now. Strike out or home run. That doesn't work in the NFL. I mean, Matt Stafford's got his issues, but he can go on. 8, 10, 12, 15 straight completion streaks. He is really, really accurate. 
uh, with Carson Wentz, what were their options? I still think Carson Wentz was the move. They can get out of the contract. It's not punitive after next year. In that division, Carson Wentz is still more physically gifted, I believe, than Ryan Tannehill or anybody Houston has right now. So they'll probably run it back with Carson Wentz. But this is the downside to having a playmaker at quarterback. All right, a lot of coaches are going to get fired. Mike Zimmer is out in Minnesota. Vic Fangio is out in Denver. Matt Nagy is out in Chicago. Reportedly, David Culley in Houston could be in trouble, and Matt Rule in Carolina could be trouble. You know, my wife used to work in HR, and she always said, you get yourself fired. That's not necessarily true in the NFL, although if you look at key decisions throughout the course of the year, um, you know, these guys didn't do themselves favors. But none of them have a great quarterback yet, and that's why they're getting fired or potentially getting fired. And they're all getting fired for different reasons. Matt Rule's getting fired because he has a really impatient billionaire owner and he rolled the dice on Sam Darnold. David Culley's getting fired because he wasn't a big time hire in the first place. And maybe they all along planned a one and done. Um, Vic Fangio's getting fired because his quarterback isn't getting better. Drew Locke had a pretty good weekend, but over the course of the year, He's not elevating the quarterback position and the offense. It's a pop gun offense with way too much talent to be that. Uh, Mike Zimmer, it feels like they're trending in the wrong direction. He doesn't have a great locker room presence. He's not beloved by players, and they're going in the wrong direction. Matt Nagy, many people feel he's smart, engaging, good guy. But did he butcher the Andy Dalton, Justin Fields platoon? So they're all getting fired for different reasons. In the end, though, it's very similar on one thread. None of them have an A quarterback. Herm Edwards told me this years ago, is I wouldn't be coaching college and I wouldn't be broadcasting if you gave me a top seven, eight quarterback in the NFL. The worst team in the league and the most hopeless team is the New York Giants. And I said this last week on Fox Sports, is that I can make an argument that the Jets were at least getting better at the end of the year, specifically Zach Wilson, the young quarterback. I can make an argument. I mean, the Lions beat the Packers. Uh, they've got some nice skill people offensively. They need to shore up the defense, go heavy in that and free agency in the draft. But there's a pulse there. Uh, I can make an argument the Houston Texans found Davis Mills. There's a reason to believe in a weak college quarterback draft, you may have found your guy. Go get seven, eight, nine new starters in the draft. You may have found your guy. Davis Mills can make a lot of throws. The New York Giants are the exception. I don't see a way out. Joe Judge, there's arguments to be made. He's lost the locker room. They don't have a quarterback nor a succession plan. Dave Gettleman butchered too many free agent signings and draft picks. And are we sure the Mara family are great owners? Or they just hit a home run on Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning. To me, that desperation, especially because it's been so many years of futility, that desperation points to the Giants trying to solve a lot of their issues with one big swing. And that big swing could be Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson wants a new coach and would prefer an offensive coach. I was told this weekend a very interesting story by somebody 
over the last five years that was in the scouting department for the Seattle Seahawks. And we were talking about the situation in Seattle. And I said, I like John Snyder, but they have whiffed on so many first round picks. In the last four drafts, they've hit on a punter and DK Metcalf. And I think the latter's a tad overrated at times. And the source told me, he said, I like John Snyder and Pete Carroll, but Snyder too often deferred to the coach and not the scouting department. And it's cost them dearly. I think Seattle has a lot of issues. I think they have the weakest roster in their division. Um, I think they have a quarterback who does not have a consistent run game to support him. Uh, I still think DK Metcalf has a number one wide receiver body, but is inconsistent. Uh, I think they have a lot of problems in Seattle. O-line needs upgrading. Dwayne Brown had a bad year. Cornerbacks are bottom 10 units in the NFL. So many issues. I think Russell Wilson wants a new coach, and he won't say it publicly. And I do believe, and Jay Glazer reported this, it's a keep your eye on the situation in Seattle. I think Seattle's Pete Carroll is too loyal to Ken Norton. I think the schemes defensively feel outdated. How many offensive coordinators can they go through and offensive line coaches? So I think if you ask Russell Wilson what he wants, it's a new guy at the top. And 70-year-old coach or franchise quarterback, I think the decision is very easy. Well, John Snyder, who has deferred to Pete Carroll on so many drafts, have the guts to encourage or advise the owner and the ownership group to do that. But I just don't think you can run it back if you're Seattle. I don't think you can run it back. And Russell Wilson is aspirational. Um, he's told people that I know um, he has no interest staying in Seattle if this is the trend. He doesn't like the current drafts. He doesn't love the offensive line. He doesn't love the lack of a consistent running game. And all of these are true. All right, let's bring in Tyler Dunn, founder of Go Long, the newsletter, a great source for all things Green Bay, all things NFC North, and a lot of NFL sources. So um, let, let's start with this. Um, that hub-arkish Aaron Rodgers situation um, what's funny about it, Tom Brady would not have reacted to it. Russell Wilson would not have reacted to it. Um, I don't think Patrick Mahomes would have reacted to it. I don't think Justin Herbert would have reacted to it or Lamar Jackson. Aaron not only reacted to it, he was hyper aggressive. And it, it's it, how did that land for you that he went right? I mean, I don't care. I thought it was funny. It's just it's football theater to me. But how did that land? I mean, I'm sure all Packer fans supported him. But for you, how did it land? Right. I, I think that we all we, we all heard the comment and it's it, it, it kind of catches your attention when you hear somebody who's voting for MVP use that for reasoning. But you're right. I think a lot of quarterbacks, I think Tom Brady maybe says between five to eight words and has no reaction to something like that. Right. But that's what makes Aaron Rodgers different. He cares about this stuff. He cares about what people think about him, what they say about him. His antenna is up 24 seven. Yeah. Um, people are telling him what's being said, what's, what's being written. And, and he's going to react. He, he is really in effort mode. Um, and he, he said it himself. He's going to react to these things. And, uh, 
I think that the MVP award, Colin, means a great, great deal to Aaron Rodgers th- this season, especially, you know, to the narrative of his career. Um, I think very much like um, kind of like Kobe Bryant was was so consumed with, you know, the narrative of his career and kind of scripting a movie. Kent Babb wrote a great story, I believe, at the Washington Post a few years back on this. Some athletes, they, they, they care deeply about that story arc and, and how they'll be remembered I think this MVP award more than any other, more than maybe anything means a ton to Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, when he hears that, he knows other voters might think that way and he's going to go nuclear. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I said this the other day, I said, when I take the last two years of Aaron, which he's looked so good and so effortless, very Marino like, it's just easy. I said, Eli Manning needed two Super Bowls especially over Belichick and Brady, to become a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, Big Ben, um, I don't think he's better than Aaron Rodgers if he had three. Um, I don't feel like this Super Bowl for Aaron, I really don't. He's a top 10 quarterback ever. He's maybe a top five talent. There's an Elway. If Elway would have won one Super Bowl and that's it, I'm good. It's still one of the most remarkable. Marino never won any. And I've really come to terms with Aaron that I always liked him more than Favre. I thought he was a smarter version of of what Green Bay's quarterbacks had been, Brett Favre. But I I really looked today and, you know, Aaron said after that first Super Bowl, he said, this is it. I, I thought it would feel bigger. And Would it be crushing to him if he didn't win it? Because I think he knows now. I think Aaron knows. Listen, I'm a top 10 guy ever. I'm going to be the records, the regular season stuff. I mean, what if Aaron loses in the second round? Is it a crushing thing? Does it influence where he plays next year, in your opinion? Boy, it was really interesting last year when, I mean, immediately when they lost to Tampa Bay, what happened, Colin? It was he threw his future into the darkness instantly. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's And he kind of changed that narrative. It wasn't one and four in the NFC championship game. It was how could Green Bay do this to Aaron Rodgers? How could they put him in this mental space where he might not want to be there this year? I remember Matt LaFleur was asked about it. He's like, dang right. I want him on this team. I want him to be the quarterback. I, I don't really know where that's coming from. So I, to answer your question, I think if they were to lose in the NFC championship game again, we might get something like that, right? Where I don't know what he really thinks. I don't know what he really feels. I'd be completely speculating, but I do think that if they do lose, it's going to be instantly um, meticulously. It's kind of somebody else's fault. You know, at this point last year, he was doing a big story with one of his allies out there that, you know, he's not a victim. He's not a victim, right? He's in this this amazing mental place where he just learned to let go. And then they lost that game to Tampa Bay. And then what did he do for six months? He played the victim and he, he drew the Packers, dragged the Packers through the mud and wanted his GM fired. Didn't exactly shoot down that report. So we have to believe that. I I don't know. (laughs) It could go either way, right? They win it all. He's a hero. They're building statues. They're naming streets after him and Packer fans love him forever. If they lose, it could go that direction again. I think it's resolved sooner. I think he's right there. It will be resolved sooner, but I do think it'll probably be somebody else's fault, not his. And that being said, I think they go to the Super Bowl and maybe win it. I don't know who really scares you in the NFC right now if you're Green Bay. 
All right, the college football championship is here to celebrate FanDuel Sportsbook hooking up new customers. 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win. I like Bama minus the points. I'm taking Saban and Bryce Young. Sign up at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I mean, basically, five bucks can win you 150 bucks on either team to win. 30 to 1 enhanced odds. Always use the promo code Colin, by the way. It's the number one sports book in America, safe and secure, payouts in as little as two hours. FanDuel's going to hook up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get 50 bucks too. Whenever you go to a FanDuel Sportsbook and sign up at FanDuel.com, just use the promo code Colin. 30 to 1 enhanced odds, either team to win. I'm taking Alabama. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What worries me about Green Bay, and I've said this for several years, they're pretty. Like, if you tell me Aaron's going to be great, they're pretty, they're not great coming from behind, uh, but they're pretty, they'll win their division going away. My interpretation of that is, yeah, that's what I've seen for the last 10 years mostly. Early in the year, I thought there was a physicality that really impressed me. And then I watched them play Cleveland and Chicago, and I'm like, they're not putting these teams away, and these teams are running the ball on them. And I thought to myself, oh, they're getting pretty again. And they, they are. They're the best watch. Kansas City and Green Bay are just, it's fun. You know, Buffalo's got that component, knockouts, big plays. Um, do you Are you concerned at all that teams like the Niners or the Eagles or if Leonard Fournette comes back or Sony Michelle and Cam Akers that you can run and take Aaron out of this game? Because if you look at the yards per carry allowed, Tyler, it's bad. It's like 28th or below. Great point. We forget about Fournette. He was playing so well. Right before that, before that injury, that Colts game, it looked like the Buccaneers were going to run through him 30 to 40 touches a game if they wanted to. I think it should concern Green Bay to an extent. I, th I think that, yeah, you don't want your MVP quarterback on the sideline just neutralized over there while a team's running and running and running. But I think Green Bay can kind of play that game, too. I think that's what maybe makes Green Bay dangerous is, you know, they can play the shootout style if that's what it turns into. But they can they can play that grimy game. They can win that 23 to 13 game if they have to. They can unleash AJ Dillon and all 250 pounds of muscle on you and, and Aaron Jones and run the ball. I mean, their line's been been beat up all season. Now they're getting David Bakhtiari back. I I feel like this Packers team, unlike past Packer teams, can A run the ball, you know, with a with a mashing back and bag additions. You know, the one year that Eddie Lacy was in shape and was doing that, they had the crazy NFC championship loss to Seattle. So other than that, they, they haven't had a back. They had have had a rushing offense like this with Aaron Rodgers. And defensively, they're opportunistic. And it's it, it's always tricky to play that way, you know, to rely on turnovers. But, man, Rasul Douglas, it's always somebody, Devondre Campbell, um, Sean Gary, somebody new every week making a big, big play. There, there's there's a gnarly component to this defense they just haven't seen there come January. So I I feel like they can win that type of game that you're describing still. For the people who cover Aaron, um, because I, my guess would be, you know, fans will always have Aaron's back, especially when he's winning. But for the people who cover Aaron, yourself included, 
if you took a vote anonymously, will he be a Packer or not? What is the vibe today? I, I think that, man, I think right now people would, the educated guess would be he, he, he's back in Green Bay. I think you would take him at his word that he's had these productive conversations with, with Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur, and he loves Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, they're really, really close. I, I would think that if it's about football, then you obviously stay right with the team that's around him. You know, I don't know where you're going to go. That's better than this. And the autonomy at the line of scrimmage to do whatever the hell you want. He's he can do whatever he wants in green Bay. I'm not going to get that elsewhere. So I think if you add that all up, you lean toward that, but this is somebody who changes his mind. You know, I, who knows whatever Aaron Rodgers is thinking right now, um, he, he could change his mind with a win or a loss in the playoffs. Um, he easily could do that. I mean, I think it's, for real that up to the 11th hour, he was seriously considering retirement into this season. I mean, when he said that at the press conference, I, I don't think it was bluster. I mean, everything I was hearing, everything everybody was hearing, this was real. Like he, he was okay. Stepping away. That could be a possibility. Maybe, maybe he retires. So I still think Colin, it could go in a million different directions and it's, it's, it's up, it's up to him, but it's also for the team. And I think there's also a lot of money ramifications. You, how in the hell are you going to keep Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? You know, if you're, if you're going to pay Aaron Rodgers what he's worth, pay Devontae Adams what, he, what he's worth. I don't know if you can, the, 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 those are cab gymnastics that I don't know if anybody could pull off. Some thoughts on the division. Mike Zimmer is fired. Agree with it. And who do you think or hear they'll go after? Haven't heard anything on, on who they'd go after, but. This is something the Vikings have had, had had to do for a long time, right? I mean, this is a team that's just kind of stuck in eight win, nine win, even ten win purgatory. Where, man, okay, you're you're competing, you're making the playoffs, you're building a new stadium, you're filling up that stadium, you're selling hope. But I've always felt like until they're willing to take those five steps back, they they can't step forward. I mean, you. They could have moved on from Kirk Cousins. They could have gotten out of that and taken their L into 2020 and, and just said, all right, you know what? Let's let's move on. But they doubled down, they tripled down, they they did their own cap gymnastics to try to make a contender that COVID year. They dragged it into 2021. And I don't know. I think you got to blow the whole thing up. And you need a coach, I guess, who can beat Green Bay. I mean, you need that that's the team that's still in your way. I think you still have to operate like Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for a while. And they're right back to where they really have always been since 0809. Matt Nagy out. Um, I don't think either one of us is surprised. You go into a season with a veteran like Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, uh, it's rough. That's why Kyle Shanahan just stuck with a veteran. Um, and that's there's an argument to be made that, you know, that's a safer route. Um, and now, you know, Fields struggled. Andy was better at the end of the year, but not not in the middle of the year. Do you agree with the move and gut feeling on which direction they go? I, I I have questions about them. I like some of their offensive pieces, but the defense is old. They have too much money in the front seven. It feels like to me it's closer to a, a rebuild than they want to acknowledge. I, I agree. You can talk yourself into their drafts. You know, Ryan Pace, you can you can kind of talk yourself into this third or fourth round or that third what you know what? Go back to Kevin White all the way through. I mean, you've got some pretty epic 
mistakes, epic busts, and that stuff adds up. I mean, I, I think that they're you know more they're, they're further away than they'd like to believe as well. And it's just uh, it's a matter of quarterback. It's going to be. We thought this past off season was nuts. This off season is going to be ridiculous. Like what? There's so many teams that are quarterback hunting, and so many quarterbacks, regardless of what they say publicly. Hello, Russell Wilson are probably going to want out. The Bears thought they had Russell Wilson. Everything I was told, they thought that was a done deal. They were going to get Russell Wilson, and at the eleventh hour, it didn't happen. And you know they were willing to basically give Seattle anything other than Khalil Mack. And I think John Schneider was all in. I think Schneider was ready to move on. They maybe he was even a little tired of, of Russell Wilson. Okay, let's turn the page. Pete Carroll did not want to. Pete Carroll's oldest coach in the league. He wanted to win now. And so they get him an offensive coordinator that and, and try to get him to buy into that offensive coordinator and a new way of doing things and away from the ground and pound and running the ball all over the place. And Russell Wilson was kind of talked off the ledge from what I was heard or heard from his, uh, his quarterback's coach, Jay Keep. He, he talked to him. He got him to buy in and they won what? Seven games this year. I, I know he's going to say nice things about Seattle. I know Seattle was going to say nice things about him. It's best for Seattle to move on. And it's best for Russell Wilson to move on. He wants to own a team one day. He wants to be surrounded by billionaires. He wants to go to a different market. Yeah. I, I, I think there's no question. He will not return of Pete Carroll. And in my opinion, some outdated schemes, uh, He'll leave if that isn't changed. Uh, finally, Green Bay gets a buy. Who should they be worried about as a potential first round playoff opponent or a first opponent for them? Who would worry you? Who do you think deep down they're a little skittish about? Love the question. I think it's San Francisco. And it's weird to say, I mean, this is a team that. God, I was banging the drum for Trey Lance. It's like, man, if you're going to give away all these firsts for somebody, just just play and move on. But then you watch a game like that tonight, and I Jimmy Garoppolo threw two picks, but man, threw a thumb injury. He made some big throws. He he, he he does just enough. He's got playmakers all over the place. Debo Samuel is unlike anything in the NFL with with what he can do. Elijah Mitchell as a rookie back, maybe one of the more underrated players in the league. George Kittle, the best tight end. They're, they're going to get Trent Williams back. The defense is loaded and made a ton of plays. Um, they, they're not going to be afraid. I mean, they're not going to be afraid to go to Lambeau Field and grime it up and force a couple turnovers and, and run the ball, like you said, to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Um, they, they, they really should have beat Green Bay earlier in the season. They gave that one away. That scared me if I was Green Bay that they snuck in. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think you could put an occasional package in with Trey Lance, which you haven't done a ton of in the regular season. Yeah. But I mean, you're playing with house money. Green Bay struggles against the run. You put in a red zone player to a couple of sets, a series with Trey Lance, catch the Packers off guard. The Packers, again, are going to sit out for two weeks. They'll be a little rustier. I think that's yeah. a fascinating matchup when you face these teams especially if san francisco goes into the playoffs they just beat the rams they win a first round playoff series they are a mile high yeah. playing with house money those are frightening teams tyler dunn great seeing you great 25 minutes buddy we'll talk soon anytime colin thanks so much for having me man you bet all right he's tyler dunn the newsletter we've talked about it it's go-to if you're a Packer fan, NFC North fan, or a football fan. Go to the YouTube page, 
Look up the volume sports, click that red button. Also Instagram, rate, review, subscribe at the volume sports. Talk soon. volume infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.